What's good, everybody? I'm Joe Longo. This is your Daily Shot of Inspiration weekend interview series. And this weekend, I am talking with Coach Stone, Stone Fredrickson. I found Stone in the social media lands and TikTok talking about TikTok, talking about sharing content. And the more I started following Stone and implementing what he was putting out into the world about TikTok and Instagram Reels, I started noticing my Instagram and my TikTok growing. I started seeing more interaction between the people that are following me and the content that I'm putting out. I started realizing that some of the content I was putting out was crap, which is why no one was watching it. But I kept going. And that's one of the things that we talk about in this episode, that we have to keep going. You might listen to this episode and say, I'm going to start doing TikTok because, you know, that conversation with Joe and Stone really inspired me. And you do two TikToks and you stop. In this episode, Stone tells us about how he started. And there were 50, 50, 50 videos that he put out, which really isn't a lot. If you're putting out one a day, that's like two months, two and a half months of of content. But you have to do it every day. But for those first 50 videos, nobody was watching. Nobody was watching. And then guess what happened? People started watching because he was consistent and he kept doing it. And this could happen for all of us, but we have to be consistent and we have to change our mindset. You have to get out of the mindset that these apps are for kids. You have to get out of the mindset, I don't like the way I sound, I don't like the way I look on camera, and literally just talk about what you love. If you own a business, this should be super easy because I would hope that you love the business that you own. I would hope that you can just talk about that business for hours and that's all you have to do but in little minute segments can you share with your customers with your fans with your followers one minute of value a day check out this episode you can follow stone all of his links are down in the show notes i highly suggest go follow him he has a lot of free content out there that you can download that will help you get started on your journey if there's any way that i can help you on your journey please reach out let's set up a call I am super passionate about helping people tell their story from literally how to tell a story to how to get out of your own way and get in front of the camera or get in front of a microphone and start talking. So if that's you and you're ready to start sharing your story, please reach out. Let's talk. And now enjoy this episode with Stone. Like, subscribe, leave a review, share it with your friends, do all that good stuff. And I will see you all tomorrow. I'm Joe Longo. This is your Daily Shot of Inspiration. And this is the interview series. And today I'm really excited for our guest. I'm talking with Stone Fredrickson. Stone is an amazing young man that I found on TikTok sharing amazing content about putting yourself out into the world. And I am... I'm so curious, Stone. First, I would love if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are, and how uh, how this happened for you. To start yeah, doing yeah, this. of course, of course. So um, I'll kind of just give a brief background, so we don't, you know, waste too much time on it. But um, so I'm in I'm in Arizona and been a a uh, a regular teenager practically all my life, um, playing sports. I mean, uh, hockey like six days a week like really just going hard into it. And then I uh, got a lot of injuries going into high school. So I had to stop doing that. 
Um, and then around junior year of high school, COVID hit. We all moved on online. Um, that was really difficult. And so I had a lot of free time on my hands. Got really uh, obsessed with uh, e-commerce, real estate, money. And uh, well, it was real estate first. And then I was like, oh, well, you need money to get into real estate. Mm -hmm. And at this time, I was about like 17 years old, um, just turning 17 years old. And then uh, so that's when I got really big into e-commerce, FBA, uh, Amazon FBA, print on demand, all these other like little side hustles. Nothing really worked out too well. Uh, it was around January slash February of 2021. Um, I was like, okay, I, need, I, I don't want to go to college. Um, I don't want to work a, you know, a nine to five for the rest of my life. What do, I need, I need to, you know, do something and figure something out. So um, that's when I came across like compound interest, investing your money, uh, cryptocurrencies, web 3.0, NFTs, all these kind of, you know, technologies and ev evolution type of, uh, I don't know what you would call them, just like currencies and things like that. And so mm -hmm. I was super obsessed with it. And I was like, everyone needs to know about this, but also I need to start doing this. So I got a minimum wage job made about 800 bucks a month, invested all of it into, you know, index funds, uh, blue chip stocks, cryptocurrencies. And uh, I was like, every, yeah, uh, you know, teenagers need to know about this. Um, and so rather than being the kid uh, telling everyone at, you know, lunch to invest into index funds, I was like, I'll just post on social media. I'll, I'll post on YouTube. That's a platform I know. I used, to I used to play video games and stream those on YouTube. I'll just do that. So that's when I started creating YouTube uh, videos over there around April of 2021, those didn't really perform well. And one of my brother's buddies that was huge on TikTok goes, get on TikTok, dude. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that because a lot of my friends are on TikTok mm -hmm. and they'll see me. YouTube, they didn't really see me because it was kind of low key. Uh -huh. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Uh, I got to I got to get on TikTok. So that's when I started on TikTok, blew my first account to like 50,000 followers in less than two months. That's when I started Coach Stone, the one that you a lot of you probably know me from uh, around July of 2021. I'm uh, still 17 around this age, uh, around this time. And um, I started Coach Stone because I was like, the creator economy and TikTok is so fascinating. Everyone needs to be doing it. So I'm telling my coworkers and everyone to, to start and I'm getting the same excuses. And so that's when I started that account, grew it to about 100,000 followers in less than two months, started monetizing that, built my uh, TikTok specific agency called Stone Media, where we provide strategy and creative services for creators and brands all over the world. And then now it's just, yeah, scaling that, building that, continuing to create content. I now have a podcast, Sticks and Stones podcast, uh, create YouTube videos, and then, you know, just uh, hammering every social media platform. But uh, yeah, that's kind of like the short, um, short version of the story. That's amazing. And so much so quickly and i hate to say quickly yeah. right because it was you were doing right it's not like you were just like oh I'll make a video and i'll put it up right right when you started so two questions you have mm -hmm. two accounts did what push to create the coach zone just to create more of that niche yeah so i so i was i made the my first account stone frederickson just to inform teenagers of you know compound interest the advantage they have with money that they will never get for the rest of their lives and that they should just take advantage of it and just like sharing things what i would that i believed and uh my my process and you know working a minimum wage job and like investing it but also doing all these side hustles ebay and you know all this other stuff and then 
uh, I grew my, my following massively and was, was getting, you know, DMS from all these successful people and, and communicating with all these successful people and getting, you know, great messages from all these people and making a good amount of money. I mean, not nothing, maybe a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, but that was pretty good. I mean, that was like my paycheck, my monthly paycheck. So I was mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. Um, other people need to be doing this. And when, when Gary V was, is screaming, you know, get on TikTok, get on TikTok, he ain't lying. Like this is, this is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I told, you know, my coworkers and like my friends to like create content, just like literally like, cause my, my coworkers, I worked at a nutritional shop and my coworkers were big gym, gym heads, just mm-hmm. knew a lot about supplements. And I was like, dude, just, you know, a lot about this, just create content or even create content around you just working. And I didn't know, I don't know what to create. I don't know this. I don't know why I should do this. Da, 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 da. It's going to, that TikTok is not, you know, for that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create another account explaining why you should do it, how to do it, how I'm doing it, what I learned, et cetera. And that's when I created Coach Stone. And for the first month, it didn't really do anything. I mean, my first 50, 60 videos, not one of them got over a thousand views. Then I posted one more after that, boom, went viral. And then here's what's funny. I reposted some of those 50, 60 videos and then those went viral. Mm-hmm. So what I learned there was I, the, the content was great. It just wasn't getting shown in front of the right audience, right. which, you know, TikTok is not always the best at. So in that case, you just got to be trying new things, trying to different styles and forms of, of content. Mm-hmm. I love that. It, it's, it's <clears throat> interesting. You said you went to YouTube first because you didn't know anybody there and it was safe. Yeah, and when exactly. I, made my move into TikTok, it was that same reason. I, I, I've been a photographer for years and I worked in the sports and the fitness world. So people knew me as that. And even though I was creating this inspiring content and being a coach and doing all that, it was still like these people that were expecting pretty pictures and kind of that was it. And I, it was the middle of right at the beginning of the apocalypse. The, the pandemic and I was yeah. alone with my dog in my house and I pulled Oracle cards. I'm like, I'm just going to start recording one minute Oracle cards every day. Just do that. There you and go. I have, because I'm a photographer, like I have the lights and the camera. So I, you know, made it look pretty, which right. I thought was great. And it was great. Right. And it, it, things were good. And I got, you know, the one pop that then made everything kind of go. But then I'm like, wait, I'm more than just an Oracle card reader. Right. Right. So now I'm kind of in that where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm being more of me, but TikTok really wants me to be more of this other thing. 100%. Yeah. And you have to find that balance for like creating for your soul and like creating content that you want to create, but also creating content that TikTok and your audience wants to create. And oftentimes, like I always recommend, you know, really trying to build that community and audience first and really giving them with what they want. Um, and then you can kind of introduce them to your life, your morning routines, your day in the lives, the things you like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but in the beginning, like no one gives a shit about you. No one gives a shit about you. They just want value. They just want dopamine. They just want, you know, things that are going to benefit them, their lives. And so if you can make that impact on them, they're more than likely going to not only follow you and watch your other content, but continue to support you and even purchase whatever you provide later down the line. So that's kind of why I really preach building the community first, then monetizing. And the only way to build a community is, like I said, providing as much free, valuable content as possible without any expectation of getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. And people could see through that because the bullshit meter on TikTok is so high. Right, so high. And they have yeah. no problem calling you out on it at 
all, which I think is great as well. It keeps us real. And exactly. I think if, you know, if you're listening to this and, and if you've worked with me and I was like, you should get on TikTok, you should get on TikTok and just start, right? Just start putting stuff out. And I think, you know, I was just talking about this with someone else. People struggle with finding their passion or what they're connected to. But if we look at our lives and just think about what can you just talk about, right? Like, what can you just talk like you first started because you enjoy just I want to share this knowledge of compound interest and in finance with my with my exactly. peers, right? And it was easy for you to talk about. And I tell people I'm like, whatever it is that you like, if you like freaking Legos, just grab your phone, start talking about Legos, show people what you make, just start having fun. Yeah. And then try to sell people. I'm I'm getting people that are in that mode of, well, I've I've had this community here and they're already buying from me here. But what about over here? I'm like, well, you just have to start sharing your shit with them. Give mm -hmm. them give them value. Don't like the like Gary V, punch punch or jab jab, right hook. Right. Yeah. Right? Like keep giving and giving and giving. And you'll know when it's time to be like, hey, I have something that you can actually pay me for, but don't just go right, right in with, Hey, buy this course off me because. Exactly. You're, you're no, just... you got a great point. And, and to go along with that, I would also, especially with the increase of creators on, on TikTok, you really have to understand how you're providing that value. So a lot of people say, you know, provide value, provide value, but it's, it's also how you are providing that value. I always say that there's three factors on TikTok that you can only control and that you should only focus on. And that is the value that you're providing, how you're providing that value, and then the frequency of which you're providing that value, how many posts you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you just continue to improve those three things, then you will eventually grow. I have not seen one creator not grow when they improve those three things, when they're making sure that they're, they're niching down and they have a consistent message with the value that they're providing. When they're making sure that they're providing that value in the most simplistic and easiest and most entertaining way possible. And then also when they're doing it on a consistent basis, one, two, three times a day, mm -hmm. right? And I think you know that might seem daunting to do that every single day, but in reality, it's just doing whatever you're doing, like you said, building Legos and putting your phone in front of you. And in little, you know, putting, uh, Add in some captions on there, maybe some music, maybe a voiceover, 10, 15 minutes, and then boom, it's up there. Mm -hmm. This is why it's so in, in, this is why TikTok is so intriguing to me, is because now you have the ability to make money doing anything that you love doing. I always say that you have the ability to make a living you living. I know, and I worked with a lot of people that uh, do van lives, that uh, you know, just travel and make more money doing that than they were you know, at their nine to five, because mm -hmm. it's more entertaining, because they're providing value, because it's, you know, in interesting, and, and people are, are curious on what they experience and what they come across. So I think if you're telling yourself, or if you're, you know, telling yourself that story of like, oh, who cares about what I'm, you know, what I'm doing, or uh, what I'm interested in, the answer is everyone, everyone cares, mm -hmm. but you have to get them to care. And the only way to get them to care is the first thing, post, start posting. And then over time, you will start to get the hang of it. And then you will, you know, you will see that, that those, those comments, those likes come in. And then that dopamine is going to start going. And you're like, oh, shit, I can't exactly. stop. I can't stop yeah. now. Yep. Um, I'm sure you, you probably get this question a lot. What's the, how often should I post? All right. Is there, yeah. is there really any rhyme or reason? Or just kind of like the more you can put out, the better. 
Yeah. So this is a great question. And I'm so glad that I'm here to able, uh, here to, to answer it because there's so much, you know, kind of fluff out there. Right. The truth is, I like to I always like to preach post as many videos as you possibly can to still give you the ability to post the next day. So if that's one video, great. Let's mm-hmm. continue to do that for the next five years. If it's two, three, four, five, even 10, that's amazing. That's even better because it's going to give you more opportunity to blow up. It's going to give you more opportunity to establish your audience and to establish that content style, but also get more comfortable in front of the camera and being more authentic. Mm-hmm. So posting more is more beneficial. And anyone telling you that it's not, they're probably just trying to go against the grain and get views for themselves. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but, but it's, but it's important. And, and, and they're probably, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, you know, dial it back and focus on quality. Well, I don't think it's an, or I think it's an ant, mm-hmm. you know, it's quality and quantity. If you can, and there's tons of critters that are putting out 10 videos a day and getting a hundred thousand view, uh, views for every video. And then there's some creators out there that are putting out one video a week and getting a million. I think the creator that is putting out 10 a day and getting a hundred thousand you know, views every video is way better. Mm-hmm. And you're just giving yourself uh, you know, more opportunity to hit it out of the ballpark. I use this analogy, and this is a great analogy and uh, of just TikTok as a whole. So it, it's a baseball analogy. And so I want you to visualize kind of when you swing the bat, every single time you swing the bat, that's when you post. The form of your swing is your video structure. Mm-hmm. And then the pitch is the algorithm, right? So if the only thing that you can really control is the form of your swing and you just swinging, right? So you swinging and you the the you posting and the video structure. But oftentimes that that pitch is going to be in the dirt and you won't be able to hit it. In my mm-hmm. case with this coach stone account, I swang 50 60 times and it was just balls balls balls. I couldn't I couldn't hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And then it was a decent pitch. And I kept swinging and I had a great structure and I hit it out of the park. So if you don't give yourself the amount of, you know, swings, that pitch just might continue to be, you know, in the dirt. And then also, if you don't have a good, you know, video structure, good swing form, then you might not hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So only focus on the things that you can control. And that is the structure of your video and how you're providing that value and um, how many times you're doing it, how many times you're swinging. And it's just all at bats. It's a, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I've recently, like most of the world, has you know become aware of Alex uh, Harmozy. Is that how you say his yeah. name? Yeah. Right. And the dude right spends seventy grand a month on his social media, but he knows the return that he's getting, and right. it's not that he's spending it on advertising. He's spending it on people helping him create it and get it out into the world, which which blows my mind, but he's so smart realizing that, Oh, it's cheaper for me to do this than to actually buy the advertising. Right. And putting out that much, I wonder, and maybe you've experienced this. Is there any, do they kind of like maybe halt stuff like push? Like, let's say I feel very inspired. I'm like, I'm going to start making five pieces of content a day. Right. And I put those five out or 10 out. Is there anything where like, wow, too much dude relax yeah so good question so every every platform and every algorithm is a little bit different i'm going to start with tiktok so tiktok not really unless you're posting within the same hour i've mm-hmm. noticed that if you're posting within the same hour things start to get a little wonky um but you could post 10 times a day just you know in different hours uh-huh. and nothing will happen because here's the here's the thing and this is this is like the debunk of shadow banning right everyone's like oh i'm shadow banned. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. it's like 
Well, not necessarily because you have to understand TikTok as a bit to, to understand the algorithm. You have to understand TikTok as a business and TikTok's main goal is to keep people on the platform. Mm -hmm. And so they want you to help them by putting out valuable content that's going to keep people on the platform. And they want to help you by matching it with an audience you do best with. So that way it incentivizes you to keep creating content because mm -hmm. it performs well. Right. And so it wouldn't make sense <laughs> if they just dim your post, just you out of anyone. Right. Now, I, I'm not saying that they don't do that. I'm saying they, they don't do that intentionally. Um, unless, and here's the big unless, unless you consistently go against their community guidelines, which mm -hmm. makes sense. If you keep breaking the rules, they're going to stop. You're, right. you know, they're going to stop you mm -hmm. or dim you. Um, so as long as you're not going against community guidelines, if you are, if you think that you're shadow banned, oftentimes your content's just probably shit and you need to just improve it, uh -huh. which is fine. You know, like I've been there. A lot of other creators have been there. And, um, I think, you know, a lot of things, uh, the biggest thing that like a lot of creators in the beginnings do that, you know, may harm their progress is that they compare themselves. A lot of people will compare themselves to like someone like me say, oh, that guy has 200,000 followers. There's no way I'm going to even compete with them. Well, I started with zero. Right. Twice. Actually, more than that. But, you know, and, and I, I start with zero with a lot of my clients, too. And so um, and every other creator has started at zero. So and so they're on their own journey. You're on your own journey. Uh, just focus on you. Focus on you and the long term and just getting better every single day, posting every single day, uh, optimizing that video structure and listening to your audience and providing them with what they need. Mm -hmm. Love that. Do you, when you, when you're making your content, do you uh, kind of just flow, hit the camera and start going? Or do you actually create like a little story flow or lists of ideas? What's your process? Yeah. So now it's really just flow because everything's kind of like muscle memory. But mm. um, in the beginning, I uh, was very, very, very limited on time because I had school from Monday through Friday, obviously seven to two. And then I have my work from two to eight, Monday through Friday. So the weekdays were full. Mm -hmm. Saturdays was hockey, make, you know, hanging out with friends, doing consultation calls, homework. That was kind of like my, my free day to do everything I possibly could. And then Sunday was my batch day. I made about 30 to 40 videos. Uh, so that way I could post three times a day. Mm -hmm. And this, this is why, like, when people say, I don't have time or I can't, there's no way to post consistently or blah, 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 blah. Here's it, it, posting consistently is very easy. And, and I don't believe in I don't have time. I believe in priorities, mm -hmm. right? I could have easily say, I could have made every excuse in the world to say I don't have time. And I could have made every excuse in the world to say I'm only going to make seven videos on that Saturday. Or, I mean, on that Sunday. But the impact was so important to me. And I made it such a big priority that I needed, I needed to post, you know, three times a day. Mm -hmm. So when I was doing that, I would, the first thing I would do is research. So research, get all the content ideas I could. Um, since the niche was already involved into my life, uh, involved into my life, I already had content ideas. So like, mm -hmm. you know, here's what I'm investing into this month. Here's why I believe this went down. Here's why I believe every teenager needs to be doing this. Here's why, but you notice how I'm saying, here's why I believe. I'm not uh -huh. saying you need to. Right. So it's also the, 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 the phrasing is super important as well, because I wasn't an expert. I was a 17 year old talking about money. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I knew this and I knew that, you know, not a lot of people would listen to me, but I knew that the 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds would listen to me. And here's another thing. Like if you're scared to start because you don't know anything, the truth is that beginners can help beginners. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was a very, it was a huge unlock for me. 
And so, but let me get, let me get back to it. Sorry. Um, right. uh, so I get the content ideas and then I really start to script them. Um, and, and the way I script them is just like a third grade essay, intro, body, conclusion, intro being that hook, body being that information and value and, and conclusion being that call to action. Um, but I really ask myself, what do I want my audience to take away from this video? And I call that the video objective. Okay. So what's my video objective? Great. Now, why should someone watch this video? Oh, it's because, you know, this is going to change their life. This is going to make them financially free. This is going to do da, 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 da. And then who is that someone? Who is that imaginary person? Because marketing, content creation, all of it is really just knowing people and knowing how their, their attention is, you know, and, and what they like. And so you have to really gain perspective of who you're speaking to. And every video on TikTok is judged differently. So having that video objective and then that imaginary person that, uh, that, that video objective is most op optimally for, and, and in most cases, it's probably going to be your younger self uh, in a version of, or in a time period of your kind of journey in your niche. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it would be, uh, you know, my younger self that wasn't aware of compound interest. Right. And then it's just phrasing it in the best way possible. So like a, a hook in the hook, it's really just like um, getting them to, you know, emotionally attached and, and, and getting them curious on, on this particular thing. Uh, in, in most cases, it's really polar, being polarizing, going, not being afraid to go against the grain, uh, being authentic, you know, um, and then in the, in the information and value, people like step-by-step -step videos, tutorials, again, polarizing videos, uh, videos where they're, you're utilizing resources and studies and, you know, possibly quotes, things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's really just like making sure that you're not wasting a single second in your video and that everything that you say is relevant to your video objective right? What you want your audience to take away from your video, because you can't waste any time because mm -hmm. people's, people's uh, attention spans on TikTok are very, 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 very short. And yeah. so um, I always say like, don't put a video duration limit on your videos. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, I got to make this in 15 seconds, 30 seconds. But I say, have that video objective and then ask yourself, how can I, you know, convey this and complete this in the shortest amount of time possible. If that's 15 seconds, awesome. If it's a minute, a minute and a half, three minutes, because it might be a longer video or whatever, step-by-step -step video, tutorial, that's great. As long as you're not wasting a single second that could be replaced with new value. Mm -hmm. Cutting out a bunch of the filler words and phrases. Hey guys, I'm making this video, blah, blah, blah. People are already swiping. Yeah. Like you got to get to it. You know, and what I'm starting to see now with TikTok too is like, a lot of people will be like, this is the best tip that has allowed me to da 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 Just say the best tip. Just mm -hmm. say it right out, you know, and that's what I realized with my coach stone video is like, I said, one of the best ways to um, grow a following is just to post more of yourself. And that video didn't do that well. But then I started the video off by saying, post more of yourself in your content video performed 10 times better. Mm -hmm. Because people are like, Oh, I need to do more of this. Let me hear them out. And then right after that clip, I'm it's new value. It's new value. It's new value. Right. And so um, that worked for me. But again, like what worked for me might not work for you because everyone's different. Everyone's mm -hmm. personality is different. Everyone's tonality is different. So you really just have to, it's trial and error. It's trying new things, different recurring pieces of content, uh, different tonalities, but really making sure that everything that you create is consistent. The messaging is consistent and it revolves around a particular like purpose and intention, uh, rather than being all over the place and making, you know, a video about babies, a video about cooking, a video about rockets, like, you got to have just one, this one, per, this main purpose mm -hmm. and really niche in that really that, that purpose. And then you can broaden out over time, like what Gary Vee did. I mean, he started with wine mm -hmm. and then he brought it out. He went trading cards, sneakers, garage sales, 
NFTs, et cetera. So that's, that's kind of how I do it. And then in the batching, yeah. So it's like, I script all of those out and then I just batch them. I record them, take about two, two, three hours and just go roll through them. I got a little, I, I just used my, my phone. Uh, I got a little ring light, but you don't even need a ring light. You can use your window. And then uh, I just record each line and then take all those clips, go into TikTok, match all those clips together. Um, I'll, I'll kind of cut off the ends of me, like looking at the screen and memorizing the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, throw some captions up there, throw music, draft it. And then I got 30, 40 clips, uh, for the week. And then while I'm working or while I'm in school, I'll just post them. That's awesome. I, I yeah. love how you said you noticed, you know, you started the video one way and then you were like, ah, oh. and then I'm assuming that video was already posted, right? It didn't get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you use that same idea just reword it so everybody that, that that's listening right you might have a great video you might have a great idea a great piece of content and you put it out and it just flops you don't have to yeah. bury that look at it right you know it's great tweak it change the beginning and i love that you said the whole because i've been saying this to a bunch of my friends stop saying hey i'm just jumping on here for this i'm already gone once I hear the, hey, I'm just, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> exactly. Mean, but it's just that that's the way it is. Like, don't tell me who you are. Most likely, if I'm seeing you, I know who you are. Or by the end of the video, I'll know who you are. But don't say, hey, I'm Joe and blah, 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 blah. Like, give me the, give me the stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a huge fan of batch creating. Um, my, my Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays are for podcast or just batch Love recording. It. And I recently started doing video podcasts. And when I was doing just my day, cause I, it, it, this is a daily version. And then on the weekend I have one interview. So I'll just sit down and record a whole month of podcasts. Cause they're like six, six, seven, 10 minutes. So it's like that. Yeah. And then my month, but it's good. It's, it's uploaded. It's scheduled. It's ready to roll. And now that I'm doing video, I'm like, yeah, I batch record. So you're going to see me for a whole month or maybe a half a month in the same yeah. shirt. Right. Yeah. But that's it. It's it, like, if you want to be consistent, do it, sit down and be like, this is what I'm going to record. And maybe it's just five videos at once. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's a whole month, whatever it is. That's what got me with the Oracle cards. I'm like, I can pull an Oracle card in a minute, like less than a minute. So if I just sit down and when I was doing that batch recording, I literally brought every t-shirt I had sat it next to me and just sat down, right? Put, put a shirt on, pulled a yeah. card and just flipped around, changed the hat, put a hat on, you know, yeah. did little shit. And it may have taken a couple, like two hours, if that, but then it was there and I'm ready to exactly. go and I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, wow, you're doing so much. I'm like, I know I really am working really hard. <laughs> and I am for that, you know, when I'm in that moment, but that frees up so much more time when you exactly. start seeing the return, because once you start doing it, Right. You, you, you start gaining clients. Eventually people are going to start reaching out and just be like, Hey, can you tell me about this? Can you tell me about this? And the next thing you know, it's like, shit, I have a community because you, yeah. you, you put in the effort and that that's a, a, something I think a lot of people struggle with is just that the consistency of, of yeah. like, I'm going to do it. And when people reach out to me and say, I want to start a podcast, I want to do TikTok. I'm like, okay, just be consistent. Yeah. Most well, I think, I think, yeah, yeah I was yeah, just well, going to say in, in coaching and, and self-help world, humans stop. If we're trying to make a change, create a new habit, break a habit, we stop after the fourth day. 
So four days in, we're usually, no, I can't do it anymore. And we stop. So it's like, if you post four TikToks, I'm sorry. Most likely nothing's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just long term. It's it, and that was one thing that really I did um, when I started TikTok the first time. I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to half-ass it, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't want to look back and say, oh well, shoot, I started TikTok in beginning of 2021 when there was barely anyone on the platform, and I half-assed it. Imagine if I because I that's what I did with YouTube when I started in gaming. And I mm-hmm. half-assed it. I did a couple of videos, didn't do well. I was getting made fun of. And I was like, I'm going to stop doing this. But I started doing those gaming videos of like 2016. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I just stayed consistent, made one video a month, yep. you know? And so it, it's, it's that, it's really committing yourself for just six months. Do six months. That's, the, you know, that's perfect. You'll have two kind of sample sizes of content to evaluate from and then make your next move mm-hmm. and just commit no matter how many views you get, no matter how many uh, followers you get, no matter how many people, uh, you know, talk shit to you or whatever the case may be, just make content that you, around something that you're really passionate about and the rest will come. And, 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 and you brought up a good point. It's like, once you build this community, a lot of people will be reaching out to you. That's why I think that's another reason why I think you need to build a community first, then monetize. Because in most cases, a lot of people will try to build a community with the intention of, of, of selling a course. But in reality, when you build that community, Maybe it's not the course that's the most optimal product, mm-hmm. right? And so when you build a community, they'll tell you exactly what they want. And then right there, boom, then you'll start to monetize, whether it be coaching, an ebook, a template, course, whatever the case may be. Um, but build a community first. So that way, you know, you're providing with, with no intention uh, of, of getting anything in return. So it's free value and people can read that. And then also, it doesn't really affect that, you know, building process to where people are like, ah, this guy's really not. Uh, wanting to build a positive impact. And it's really that positive impact that's going to lead them to purchase whatever you're providing. So that's super key. Um, And I think, you know, again, like consistency just boils down to priorities. It boils down to passion, like how passionate you are about this particular thing. I think uh, irritation is a huge form of, of passion. It really irritated me the most when I saw teenagers spend their money on an $8 Starbucks coffee when they could be putting it into an index fund and it would turn up to, you know, $200 in 30 years, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Or, you know, just stupid stuff like that or just wasting time because time is money. So it it, it irritated me and that kind of uncovered a passion of mine. And then I would share that passion. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's some simple shit I believe every teenager needs to hear and do right now that'll change your life. Trust me. Number one get off your ass, get off the video games, get off the Netflix and go out and do something because there are thousands, if not millions of people getting ahead of you while you're doing all of that. Number two, start investing your money and getting financially literate. Da, 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 da. But you notice like how I'm, I'm really polarizing. Mm-hmm. I'm phrasing it in this way where it's just like, this is what I believe. And I'm doing it in a way that's simple and easy to understand because it's lists. Number one, you know, get off your ass, get off the video, da, 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 da. Number mm-hmm. two, get financially literate and understand the basics of money, saving and investing, you know, da, da, da. So again, I'm not saying, hey, so I was in school and I saw this teenager spend $8 and this is what I think he should be. People are already swiping. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get people attached emotionally. Use those emotional words. Simple, uh, best, most effective, important, change your life. Like uh, another good video that performed well for me is like, why I believe 99% of teenagers won't become successful. Mm. Number one, you know, they're too focused on, you know, uh, the attention and not following their passion. And, you know, so 
then people are like, obviously 99% is way over dramatic, but it gets people bought in and curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love that. This was freaking awesome. So much, so much wonderful in information. I do have one more question because I'm sure my audience that listens might be wondering this. How have your parents been with this? With the, I don't want to go to college and then literally stepping in and being, I mean, you're, you're doing this shit. Like you are successful at what you're doing. So how, how is that? How has that been? Yeah. So this is a really, really good question because it's very fascinating. And it's a really uh, cool kind of uh, factor when it, ca- when it came to my story. Um, the first thing was that I was very empathetic with their point of view on college. Um, just because I just knew that, you know, well, I had a conversation with them prior to all of this. And when I was first getting into e-commerce and I was like, um, I don't want to be working a job. I don't want to be, you know, having a boss telling me what to do. I want to live my own life. I want to be financially free. Da, 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 da. And they were like, that's great. But if you want that stuff, you're probably going to have to work a job first, you know, to get some work experience. And look, you're probably going to have to go to college. Okay. And I'm like, why do you, why do you, why, why college? And they're like, because we want you to be able to, to support yourself and your, your family financially. And a degree is a great way to do that. It's a great resource in order to, to get a job. I go, okay, so it's, it's, it's money. They're like, yeah. And so that day I went right into my room and started just grinding about money, learning about money. What is money? What is the federal banking system? Da, 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 all this stuff. Uh-huh. And, um, and I was like, okay, in, in order for me to convince my parents, I need to make so much money to where I can leave and, 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 like I, I was, I was planning for the worst case scenario. And that was something that I learned from my dad's, uh, trainer, uh, that I trained with. He goes, when you go into a new, uh, you know, into a new space, expect the worst, expect the worst. That way you're already in this, you know, best kind of, um, motivational factor or like, you know, your body's just in this like fight or flight situation. And so I was expecting the worst to where after senior year, uh, if I didn't, you know, I'd, because I college was off the board. I didn't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, that they would, you, you know, if, and if I said that and I said, you know, I'm not going to college, they would possibly kick me out. Wasn't a case and they would never do that. Uh-huh. But I was expecting that. So that was why I was like, I need to get money and I need to prove to them. And so that's when I get into content creation. I start, you know, I get into e-commerce and all this stuff. And, um, and it was crazy because it was like right at like se- the beginning of senior years when I started Coach Stone, uh, Stone Media, my TikTok specific agency, and started making a good amount of money. And I told myself that I wouldn't quit my minimum wage job until I could make my month's worth of pay in one day from my agency. Mm-hmm. And so when I did that, when I made about a thousand bucks in one day, I was like, all right, I'm done. And so that's when I told my parents, I'm like, look, this TikTok thing is really blowing up. I'm making a really, really good amount of money. Um, I'm going to you know, quit one stop. And my, the, the, the job I was working at, and they were like, okay, you know, that's fine. As long as you think that you can do it. And so that's when I did it. Um, and I was like, yeah. And also college is off the board, even though I was getting scholarships and all this stuff, I was like, college is off the board. There's like really no need for me to just be a distraction. And then, you know, they were all supportive of it. They saw the money I was making. They saw the impact that I was having and they saw how committed and, and how passionate I was with, with doing what I'm doing. Um, and they were like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, like, but but they they asked me they're like what if, well what if TikTok just vanishes tomorrow I'm like great question the cool thing is, is that I've developed all these skill sets to be able to to make money and so if TikTok vanishes tomorrow 
first off, I would still continue to create content. I would go ham in a podcast, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd also go to every business in this town and say, hey, are you guys on social media? Hey, do you guys posting on Instagram? Hey, are you guys posting on Facebook? And just get 10, 15 clients for free, get those testimonials, then leverage those to get more. And then eventually, you, you know, you do enough outreach to creators and help them repurpose their content. You get a bunch of creators paying you 10,000 or not 10,000, uh, a thousand bucks a month. And you get 10 of them. That's $10,000 a month. That's a hundred grand a year. And when, when they started recognizing kind of like my, um, just like my, my critical thinking ability to, to critically think and like my skill sets, they, they felt confident and they, uh, they're very supportive. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I took it in my own, own hands and I was like, there's not, I can't tell them, like, I can't make them change how they think on this. So they're new mm -hmm. to this. Sure. And if I was in there, if, if I was in their scenario, I mean, I would, I wouldn't know what the, the hell to do. Mm -hmm. And I would probably be, you know, telling my kid to do the same thing. But, um, so I had to put it in my own hands and it was, and I knew that it was only in my ability to uh, to change it, you know, like, and, and, and to prove to them, like, I can't, you know, uh, actions are better than words, results are better than words. Mm -hmm. And that's what I knew about. Uh, that's what I learned about insp uh, inspiring too, is that I was trying to inspire all these kids at my high school by telling them and like, Hey, get on TikTok, look at what I'm doing. Da, da, da. But I recognize that uh, inspiring, the only way to really inspire someone is by doing and to like, sh you know, have them recognize what you're able to do and be like, Oh, my God, now I want to reach out to him and see how the hell he's able to do this. Yeah. Right. But if you keep shoving it down their throats, then they're going to be like, you know, always having one ear closed, one ear kind of open and not really bought into it. So that's kind of what I've realized. They've been very supportive. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they're one of the reasons why I've started doing all of this because during COVID I saw my mom and dad working their ass off at home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is bullshit. I, I should be the one working. They should be the one, you know, uh, they should be the ones going traveling and doing whatever they want to be doing. Um, and at when, it, when I'm at their age, that's definitely what I want to be doing. So um, I need to make that happen for them. And why, because they are trying to make that happen for themselves right now. Uh, but I think, you know, they, they, I could, you know, kind of boost them and help them. And so that that's one of my whys. That's one of my, you know, kind of reasons. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I love it. Have you gotten any of your parents to uh, start creating content? Uh, no, I mean, you know, my, my dad is, uh, well, my mom actually is, is creating content for, uh, where she works and, uh, you know, I help her out with that. Uh, my brother is actually a personal trainer and, uh, we, I've been helping him creating content. So he creates a lot of content and he creates content for his gym too, which is amazing. Um, and my dad's been, you know, kind of on and off about it, but you know, I, I, I just don't think he wants to add that, you know, level of stress and just work, mm -hmm. uh, because he's doing so many things and he's got so much on his plate but uh yeah i mean it might be it might be something that he might want to do long term you know maybe just like a podcast mm -hmm. and do that route and go you know clip those up into three to five tiktok clips one to three youtube clips boom that's perfect and all he has to do is you know one hour conversation every week mm -hmm. uh that i think he will he will probably do in the near future but um yeah i mean they're 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 getting bought into it and they're seeing it and uh you know, my brother is, is really going hard into it and he's getting massive results. So yeah, it's, it's good to, good to see. That's awesome. That is awesome. So thank you so much for your time, for hanging out, for talking, for sharing. I mean, if you're listening, he just dumped so much free good shit on all of us. 
go back and listen because there was a lot. Um, and you know, I sit here and I might sound like a weirdo, but I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a young Gary V. Like I cannot wait to see what you create in, in your future because I mean, like Gary says, you know, to 50 year olds, you're, you're a baby. You, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, like you have so much more time. Like yeah. I cannot wait to see what, what, what you create. So good luck, my friend. Thank you for, for being here and for doing what you do. I really appreciate it. And really quick, tell everybody all of those social handles that they can follow you on. Yeah, of course. So Stone Fredrickson on all of the social media handles, um, as well as Coach Stone on TikTok. Uh, and the other account is Stone Fredrickson. Uh, but also, I got the Sticks and Stones podcast on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, if you want to work with me or get any of our free resources, that'll be in uh, the link site in you know all of those uh, those bios of all those social media platforms. But other than that, Joe, I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's always a pleasure getting on you know shows and especially a show like yours and, and providing um, anything I can. Sweet. Thank you so much. And I will link all of your all of your links in the show notes for the episode for the episode. Everybody, thank you for being here.